8.07. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. All right. We've got a lot to talk about. we got the big spending bill that the uh, uh, Democrats forced through over the weekend. We'll dig into that a little bit. Governor Abbott rubbing the rhubarb with some folks like the mayor of D.C. And she's not going to get any help from the National Guard. They said, no, I don't think so. So we've got that. In the meantime, I've been dying to do this. This is ground control to Major Steve. <laughs> wow. Come in, Major Steve Cup. Cuppy, are you there? Wow. I am here. Thank you, you, have Bob. you ever heard that before? I have not. No, not on the radio. That's what I do. It's I break through to a whole new era. <laughs> a whole new level of... A whole new level of craziness. Yeah. Uh, seriously, Major, thanks for joining us from uh, Ocala PD. And uh, Steve was given uh, plenty of notice. He should be fully <laughs> ready for this. <laughs> He'll love it. Um, uh, back to school. Everybody's talking about that. Now, that, for most of us, is Wednesday. We're going to have more traffic, pedestrians, bicyclists. What, what do you think are the big things that people really need to kind of look out for and be reminded of this year? Well, yeah, a lot of the kids are going to be on foot getting their ways back to school on bicycles and as pedestrians. So we really want them to pay attention to their driving when they're driving through the school zones. Anticipate you're going to see a lot of law enforcement out at the school zones, uh, enforcing the speed limits and, and making sure that we remind everyone that school's getting back into session. Uh, and, and really, distracted driving is one of the biggest things. So we really encourage people uh, to not be distracted when they're driving. I know it's tempting to have those phones in your hand and uh, looking at them as you're driving, uh, but we really want you to stay away from that. And we'll be out there reminding you. Well, I uh, think to keep I'm, everyone safe. I think Major Steve's being nice. It is illegal to have your phone even in your hand or on your ear. It doesn't matter if you're not even using the phone. You can't have it in your hand. That's the law. So make sure that you're following that and how they're, you know, they're going to look out for it by watching that you have like both hands on the wheel, for instance, um, because it is serious. In the school zone, when they say 20 or they say 15, um, that, that doesn't mean your normal uh, you know, sloughing off summer five over, seven over. Not in the school zone. Am I right, Major? You are correct about that, Bob. Yeah, very serious stuff. And then everybody forgets about the school buses. If you're behind the school bus, of course, you always have to stop. If you're on two lanes, you always have to stop. What's the difference on the four-lane roads? So really what you want to look for is if there is a a divided uh, median in the the middle of the roadway there. If there is that and and a bus stops on the opposite side of the road from you, then you are able to continue your lane of path. Uh, but there is, if there is not a, a barrier there, then traffic on both sides are going to need to stop uh, for the bus itself. So that's yeah, the easiest way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, if it's paved all the way across, then you need to stop. Yeah. You yeah. even find it on, you know, we've got even the uh, grass barriers on East 40. If you ever see a, bu- a bus there, that's a large barrier there. So even a grass barrier works. Okay. All right. Um and then we've got the school resource officers, and I'm understanding you guys are fully stocked this year, right? We are, uh, and it is a busy job. We've got a, to- a total of 21 uh, OPD officers in the schools. Some of the high schools will have two officers in them. Uh, so, yeah, it is a very, very busy job for us uh, with the schools. And they teach safety classes like DARE, Stranger Danger, Opioid Awareness, which is very, very important because, um, I mean, just a few years ago, you could go back and kids are always going to experiment. I'm not condoning it, but they do. 
but they are going to take pills that look totally legitimate, like their prescription pills, and they're going to think it's Xanax or hydrocodone or something else, and it's going to be laced with fentanyl or made with a lot of fentanyl in it, and that literally could be the last time they put a pill in their mouth. Am I right? You are very accurate. So really, you know, with the kids, I really encourage the parents to encourage their children to build some rapport with their school resource officer so they, they feel very comfortable in going up there and talking to their, their school resource, resource officer. So if they see anything like that, there's a willingness and a comfort for them to to go up and let the officer know what's going on at their school. If we can jump to, you know, something that relates to that is you've got a brand new hybrid canine, Belgian Malinois and German Shepherd mix, uh, and this is canine Marshall. He sounds good, sounds like apprehension and drug detection canine, and I guess my question is, is can the dog sniff out fentanyl, and what are the dangers to the canine himself? So, yes, the, uh, the answer is, is they can uh, sniff out the, the fentanyl. Uh, you know, I know we take the same precautions that uh, we do uh, for humans where we have Narcan available. So if anything was to go wrong in that way, I think we'd be able to use some of those tools we have, safety measures, to, to keep the animals safe. But there's always inherent risk with everything that we're doing out in the field, and that's just another example. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you have a need for school crossing guards, an important job, and a part-time job for somebody who's looking for part-time. This could be perfect. Exactly. It is a uh, part-time job uh, that's available. The schedule is uh, on regular school days throughout the year. It's Monday through Friday, and it's usually about an hour and a half each morning and each afternoon, so it's about three hours per day or 15 hours per week, and and we've really worked on upping our pay with that and and making it very competitive, so we really need some... uh, if you're just looking for a, a small part-time job just to make a little bit of extra money, interact with some kids, it's a great place to go. Yeah, with the, uh, with the cost of fuel and other things going up, uh, people on fixed incomes, this could be an opportunity as long as you're in you know, good shape and good eyesight. OcalaPD.gov. OcalaPD.gov for more info on that. All right, we covered a, we covered a lot of bases so far. Um, you, uh, you've also had um, a, a reminder about law enforcement and those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. You want to dig into that a little bit? Law enforcement. You got me there, Bob. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it's it's really talking about the note I have about the your new canine, Marshall. And uh, it comes from Ocala's town at Marshall, Burl Dawkins. He was killed in the line of duty back in 1881. And so it's more of a historical thing. And uh, it's important to never forget that some law enforcement officers make the ultimate sacrifice. But the reason I bring that up is because, you know, we just hosted Valor. And, uh, and we're reminded that, you know, when, when folks that are first responders, law enforcement officers especially, when they go to work that day, unfortunately, even more so than other people, they might not make it back. And it's just important to, to point that out, to highlight that, and to be appreciative of all that law enforcement does for us and our community. And, you know, keeping crime down is so important for quality of life. And uh, you guys have uh, been doing a jam-up job in Ocala, and I know you got your hands full. And I do appreciate the support there, Bob. You are right. The, the, you know, we did uh, uh, recognize uh town marshal burrell dawkins by naming uh, our latest canine from him and and they do they're an incredibly important tool for us in addressing crime and getting drugs off the streets so we really appreciate the support from the community and and some of the different programs that we have 
Yeah, and uh, and the school resource officers, and as busy as they are, one of the big things, and I, and I know the chief is big into this because I've talked to him before, is interacting with the kids when they're younger and get them to have a favorable uh, feeling about law enforcement so that they can go to law enforcement when there's an issue or a problem, not to be afraid, and also to appreciate what law enforcement does and not to be ignorant of that. So um, the school resource officers do a great job of that, and we appreciate what you're doing, Major Steve Cuppy. Thank you, Bob. I really appreciate it. I'll work on a new intro next time you're on. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Major Steve Cuppy, Ocala Police Department, putting up with me. It was like a last-minute thing. Uh, everybody got slammed. The chiefs at a conference. Uh, we thought the assistant chief, deputy chief, I'm sorry, Lou, was going to mm-hmm. uh, jump in there. But uh, Major Steve Cuppy, with no notice, you are the man. Oh, yeah, 30 seconds. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you couldn't give me 20 seconds notice to be a cop. <laughs> no. 816 on the Bob Rose Show. We've got plenty more to talk about. Hang on.